Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. I'm not typically the woman handing out parenting advice uh, because honestly, I find other topics way more interesting to discuss. However, it was recently my daughter's eighth birthday and I couldn't help but reflect on the past eight years of raising her and my other daughter. Um, they're about two years apart, uh, five and eight, and I just really have loved raising girls. Originally, I wanted one of each, a boy and a girl, but the Lord knew that I needed two little girls, even though they are so unique and it has just been so fun. So I'm going to share some specific concepts that I talk with them about and teach them in an effort to raise up strong women who love others and who love Jesus. I think it's really important that every parent has their specific vision for parenting. And I honestly believe that when we're more intentional about how we parent, the years won't seem like they fly by as much. And even if they do, those years were spent building your kids up and there will be less regrets because you were intentional with your time with them. Being a parent to a child, whether it's a biological child, adopted, or even just through influence, is an honor and um, I honestly take this responsibility very very seriously so what lessons do you wish you would have learned as a child like if your parents took their job seriously what did they teach you what did you desire your parents to say to you what opportunities did you not have that you want your kids to have unless you really think about these things it's super easy to get just caught up in life and let school activities uh, fill the hours instead of intentional conversations and lessons. Now, I'm not saying that you need to spend long hours talking to your kids and teaching and creating PowerPoints or anything. I am definitely all about quality over quantity, but I do think it's important to make sure your kids are learning from you more than they are from YouTube, a coach or a teacher or, or someone else. See, you are the exact parent or influence that that child needs in their life. You are equipped and capable of doing an amazing job. And just because a kid may make a decision different than how you teach it is not a reflection of you by any means. We are given free will. And so being a parent is also about surrendering control and only doing what we can actually control, which is we can take care of ourselves and we can teach and we can raise up our kids, but our kids are ultimately gonna do what they're going to do. So let's set them up for the best, right? And here are the first eight concepts that I teach my girls. And I say first eight concepts, like there's tons of other things that I love teaching my girls, but these really come to mind when I think about parenting. So the first one is looking people in the eye. Um, you look people in the eye. This is something that when you are apologizing, um, I have my girls look at each other when they need to apologize to each other or look at me when I need to apologize to them or they need to apologize to me. This is something that is just general communication um, that we aren't really necessarily talked to, like 
taught in school. We are told like, look people in the eye, but honestly, more and more these days, people are looking more at their phone than at each other. So I wanna teach my girls to have good positive body language, right? So it's not even just necessarily about looking someone in the eye, like what is someone looking at them seeing? Are they standing tall? Is the tone of their voice respectful? Is um, how they have their arms like open to the conversation. And these are all things that I know like a five and eight year old, you're like, really, do you really talk about that? And, and we do. And it's amazing because I've also given my kids permission to talk to me and tell me if I am doing things that hurt their feelings, um, that they can ask me to look them in the eye, that they can ask me and say, mom, can you please use a different like tone that really hurt my feelings. Again, very respectfully, and it has been very, very helpful for me to reciprocate that and show them how we can look someone in the eye, how we can communicate respectfully and get our point across, even if maybe we don't um, see eye to eye. <laughs> um, the second concept is you decide who you spend time with. So the first thing that came to mind when I, when I think about this is breakups. <laughs> breakups with boys and breakups with friends. So I apologize to any of my ex-boyfriends in the past, and there were a few. Um, I was the worst breakup person. Instead of just not, you know, realizing that it wasn't gonna work and just saying, hey, we need to, you know, go our different ways, I would literally come up with a way to get in a fight and then blame something on him and then break up with him. Definitely not the healthy way to do it. So I'm gonna teach my girls how to break up with boys. Now I haven't actually taught them this yet because they are not dating. Um, this is not a thing yet, but I'm going to be intentional about that. I also wanna teach them how to break up with friends. Um, other like girls or guys they hang out with that just aren't building them up, that aren't energizing them. It is so important that we surround ourselves with people who we enjoy being around and doesn't drain our energy. So I'm teaching my girls that they are responsible for deciding who they want to spend time with. And so if there's kids that they just don't get along with or they seem to get in trouble with, that they feel empowered to be like, hey, you know what? I'm just not going to hang out with this person. I also teach them um, in this concept of them deciding um, who they spend time with is their own personal space. When they just need time by themselves, that is a Perry House rule. Like if you say, I just need some space, you are allowed to kind of go away into your room or to a, a corner or onto the couch, wherever, and just get some personal space. It is so important that we acknowledge those needs in ourselves. So the third concept is um, that you are unique. And I tell my girls this, and this has really come up specifically with femininity, um, with raising daughters. So I have an eight-year-old, Lily, who is incredible. She has a gentle heart. She loves people so much and she is so bold. And I have Liberty, who is like one of the kindest people I have ever met that is so willing to give and be generous. And they have very different levels of femininity. Even though they are both girls, they're both raised by the same parents, Lily tends to love to wear blue and she wants to run around and play with the boys and Liberty even though she can do that she'd prefer to wear pink and play with dolls. The femininity is still beautiful but it looks different. Lily is an amazing person in a crisis where she can help be strong and bold but also powerful. 
and that femininity looks different than Liberty's generous spirit and willingness to kind of give up whatever she wants to do in order to do what someone else wants to do. This has looked um, different with activities with my girls. Again, Lily wants to do the ninja stuff and basketball and football and karate and Liberty would like to do dance and um, other kind of ballet, things that are just different than Lily and that's okay. I want them to embrace their uniqueness. They dress different, it actually was about age two, I just let them start dressing themselves. Now, I love to look good. I love to pick out outfits. Um, and I had to learn real, real quick that I needed to pick my battles. And that was one that I was not going to pick. I wanted my kids to pick out the clothes they wanted to wear. Otherwise, it was a fight because I was picking things out that didn't reflect their personality. And so that was just a really cool way that I could help my kids lean into their own uniqueness. So the fourth concept that I teach my daughters is that they are loved by God. One of the concepts under this is that he is the only person that matters in regards to like, he's the audience of one. When they are living their life, yes, they need to obey their parents, especially while they're, they're in our home. However, they need to honor God first and, and foremost. And it is so important when we feel insecure and when my girls feel insecure that I tell them how God loves them. I tell them truths that they are complete, that they are chosen, redeemed, strong, forgiven, beautiful, because these are things God says about them and says about us just in general. It's so important for my daughters to know that they are loved by God, their ultimate daddy their Abba father, their dad loves them and shows them a beautiful relationship of, of a dad loving his daughters, but God loves them even more. And so I try to teach them this regularly. The fifth concept is you do what you say you're going to do. Integrity is so important when it comes to adulting <laughs> and to being a successful adult in my, in my opinion. Um, lying is just like not tolerated in our home. We don't say things that aren't true. We don't say things that we're not gonna do. So when my kids are like, hey mom, can we do this? Hey mom, can we do that? A lot of times my answer will be, I don't know, or, or just no. Or if you keep asking, definitely not. <laughs> I don't commit to things that I don't think that I can actually follow through with because I want my girls to trust me. Now, does it work out completely perfect 100% of the time? No, there's a lot of times I am not able to do everything that I say I'm going to do. However, that is the intention and I try to set myself up for success. I don't wanna to commit to things that I'm not able to do and I don't want my girls to commit to things that they're unable to do. So I teach them that it's okay to say yes. It's okay to say no to things when they don't feel like they can commit. Now, I also encourage them to take steps of boldness when things that maybe they're a little afraid to do and that may, may not turn out the way that they want, and that's okay, but they're trying. It's the motive. It's the heart behind it. So doing what they say they're going to do is something that we really press into when it says, when we tell them to be home at a certain time or you know, to clean a certain room and they don't, like they don't do it, then we come back to this concept. Okay, did you agree to do it? Yes, did you do it? No, okay, now there are consequences. Because in, in the whole scope of life, when we're an adult and there's things that we don't do when we say we're gonna do them, um, there's way bigger consequences. So I'd rather have my kids learn in my home in a loving way 
that there's these consequences when they say things and they don't do them. So the sixth concept is you are in charge of your body. Um, sleep is sacred in our home. We love our rest time. I teach my girls that rest and sleep is amazing, that it is good. We set it up to be a fun process, even though bedtimes are still crazy <laughs> and hard, but they look forward to going to sleep um, at night. Rest time during the day we have on the weekends when they're at home and not at school. And this is hard for them because they just wanna be outside playing. But honestly, they're able to play even like more and enjoy it more when we take that hour rest time during the middle of the day. I don't make them sleep. Um, they just need to go to separate rooms and just have quiet time. I can't hear them. They can read, they can color, they can play, but it's just time to kind of calm their minds and their bodies. Also, um, another thing about them being in charge of their own body is that um, I don't force them to give people hugs. There's, there's not that insistence of like, okay, go hug that person goodbye. I honestly, I had been doing that. And one of my daughters came to me and said that she felt uncomfortable hugging someone. And it just tore me up that I would force my daughter to go hug someone that she felt uncomfortable putting herself like in that position. And so if they don't want to, they just need to tell me kindly. And I don't set them up for failure either and force them to do that. The seventh concept that I teach my girls is that you are kind to everyone. See, we are called to love others. This means everyone, the smelly kid, the bully, the kid that looks and acts different. All of these people, I encourage my children to be kind to. I also encourage them to be kind to each other. It is unacceptable in our home to yell and scream at each other, to call each other names without having some type of resolution. Like they're, they're siblings, they're going to do it, yes. But it's something that we don't just say like, oh, they're just siblings, we just let them ha like do it. We talk about it like, hey, please don't talk to your sister that way. Let's ask for forgiveness. And that's when I have them look each other in the eye. Yes, it is a very exhausting doing all of this intentional parenting, but man, the relationship that they have is so sweet. We also have our girls um, share their same room. They don't, we have space, but we actually have them in the same room in order for them to learn to work with each other, in order for them to learn how to be kind to each other and love each other well. The eighth concept is that you don't always get what you want. My girls, unfortunately, um, and fortunately, have like every single need ever, that they've ever needed met. Um, we live a very blessed lifestyle, but the thing is, is that we still don't always get what we want and life isn't always fair. And so when there are disappointments, when there are things that they can't get, helping them work through how to be disappointed, how to fully work through that feeling is really important because that makes them stronger and it makes them be able to get through little mishaps that may happen, but it, then it doesn't throw them off completely. So here's the biggest point of all. If you don't remember any one, just one of the concepts I've covered, um, please remember this. Your kids learn more from you when they're watching and listening to you from the sidelines. So you could do all of these, you know, eight concepts and like teach them to them, but honestly, they're watching you and how you do those things. I definitely make an effort to not ask anything of my kids that I wouldn't do myself. So through those eight concepts, here are some edits to consider in your life so that way your kids see you living these out. Uh, look your children and spouse in the eyes when you talk with them. And when it's your kids, get on their level, like get down on your knees or 
like bring them up on like a counter to look them in the eyes when you're talking to them, especially when you're trying to make a point. Um, consider when who you're spending time with. Even as adults, we need to make sure that the friends and family we surround ourselves with are building us up and energizing us. Also, like reflect on what makes you unique. What are your likes, your dislikes? What makes you stand out? Um, so you see, God made us all differently, not just our kids. And so we're supposed to also build ourselves up and live out our own uniqueness. Another is please know that you are loved by God. Whether or not you and him are in a good place right now, his love for you never ends. And his love for your children never ends either. Another edit that's important to consider when doing what you say you're going to do is that it's okay to say no to things and it's okay to say yes to things. Be okay with both, but you're not gonna be able to do what you say you're going to do without taking a hard stand and knowing where the line is. Another edit to make in your life um, so that way your kids see you living out these concepts is that you show that you're in charge of your body. You see, we only get one body in this life and we need to take care of it, right? Drink your water, get good sleep, eat good food and move your body. Have your kids see this and then they'll be more likely to do it as well. Kindness, kindness never goes out of style. This is also something that they see, yes, do. They see whether or not we're kind to people. So consider how kindness has felt and looked like it in your life. It's a lot easier to be kind when we've experienced it ourselves. And the last, since we don't always get what we want, it's important to take life not so seriously, which I am a serious person, so I am learning this myself and trying to um, apply this concept myself. And that is just being able to look at situations from a different perspective, reframe it, and see the humor in it. See how ironic things are. Just really enjoy that life is pretty unpredictable at times and that we are gonna be disappointed and that it's okay to be disappointed and how to work through it. And your kids will see that and they will learn from you. So these are just some ideas on how you can make little edits so your kids see you living out these concepts um, and hopefully we'll be learning these from you. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I can't wait to meet up with you in the next show. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. And remember, making small edits in your day creates the life you want so you step into your fullest God-given potential. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be honored if you'd rate my podcast five stars or share it with a friend. Make it an incredible day.